Good morning, KSL News Time is 5.30 in our top story this half hour. Valley rain and mountain snow set to continue for the next two days, which could have another huge impact on our snowpack. KSL News Radio's Adam Small joins me live with the details. Adam? And we got yet another atmospheric river bringing a ton of water to the entire state with every single snowpack basin already sitting above average before this storm. National Weather Service meteorologist Alex Smet tells me we'll continue to see Valley Rain Mountain snow today, strongest tonight into tomorrow morning, before it eventually tapers off on Thursday. A general range of 6 to 12 inches of snow in the central and southern mountains and 10 to 20 inches in the the northern mountains in particular, the upper cottonwoods. Dismet says we'll get a couple of days off, then another storm is lining up on Monday. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national story this hour is that atmospheric river. Millions of Californians facing potential flooding this morning, but some people looking at the bright side of the mess. This is just typical for this time of year, honestly, and I'm thankful for the rain. Lightning, hail, and even tornadoes are possible throughout the week. I on the Hill 2024, the Utah Senate has given the go-ahead for a bill that would let political candidates uh, use an app to verify people's signatures. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston has more on how this could impact our elections. Peter? Tim, you might have passed by those people with clipboards and flyers in the grocery store parking lot who are asking you for your signature to get them on the ballot. Those people currently have to go old school and send a packet with hundreds of or thousands of signatures to the lieutenant governor for verification. However, a new bill would create an app that lets signatories get verified in real time. That could resolve a problem where candidates who get their runs shut down because they find out days or weeks later that some of their signatures aren't actually legitimate. Casel TV reports that this app would be run by the state elections office. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. A Utah bill would lower the qualifications for eye doctors to perform some eye surgeries. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit continues our team coverage. Eye on the Hill 2024. Michael? Tim, basically, the bill would allow optometrists to perform a procedure that lowers eye pressure and treats glaucoma. Now, the controversy is optometrists don't have the same amount of training for this procedure as see an ophthalmologist. Of course, patient health is behind the bill's opposition, but those who support it say it would make it easier for people to get the care they need. The bill passed the Health and Human Services Committee last week, and it'll be put to a vote by the state Senate next week. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. Well, it's official. Natalie Klein is running for re-election for the state school board District 9. In a post on Facebook, she says she will fight for children to be free from indoctrination, divisive labels, and other obstacles that she says undermine faith, family, and freedom. This all comes after Klein posted a picture of a high school basketball player inferring that she might be transgender, the player is not. Klein has faced a blowback from lawmakers and other school board members, even the Mill Creek City Council that overwhelmingly passed a resolution asking for her resignation. Utah House Minority Leader Angela Romero says she is disappointed in hearing that news after she says Klein crossed a line targeting a child on social media, which led to censure by her colleagues and the state legislature. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. A possible campfire explosion in West Point left a woman and her son in critical condition. KSL TV's Lauren Steinbrecher has been following the story. Uh, the fire department tells us they were called out for an explosion, and when they got to that house in West Point, they found a mom and son critically burned. The boy so bad off, first responders flew him to Primary Children's Hospital. The mother was transported to McKay D Hospital with second and third degree burns to her legs. Time again for first look traffic, some wet roads out there, Andy. 
Yep, we had a crash. Uh, they're still cleaning up westbound 80 out by the uh, 215 west side belt route. We had a crash earlier on Legacy that they got cleaned up in Farmington. But if you're going into canyons this morning, the snow conditions get worse at the higher elevations. Big and little Cottonwood canyons have traction restrictions. And uh, that's just be, be ready for that as you go up towards the higher elevation. I-80 gets way worse past Echo. Keep that in mind as well. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. An update now to a story we brought you yesterday about a street race on I-15 in Provo that ended in a crash and a four-year-old in the hospital. KSL-TV's Andrew Adams has more. UHP says street racing in Utah County is less common than in other parts of the Wasatch Front, but it still surfaces from time to time. Troopers say they will team up with local jurisdictions to crack down, but they say drivers can help themselves by staying out of situations like these. The four-year-old girl has stabilized in the hospital and is expected to make a full recovery. Some local professors warning people not to get caught up in the soulmate trap. The soulmate trap is thinking that there's one perfect person for you to be with. And when you find them, everything will be perfect. We get into this trap of I can just find the right person instead of, hey, I need to be the right person. Relationships are made. They're not found. So it takes a lot of time and work and effort on the relationship to make it work. Dr. David Schramm with Utah State University says their research shows most of us really like about 80% of our partner's traits. He says happy couples focus on that 80% and not the other 20%. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. A home caught fire in Sandy earlier this morning. Deputy Fire Chief Ryan McGonaghy says the uh, fire probably started outside the garage. Sounds like the uh uh, the wife just heard a pop, and uh, when they went to investigate, saw uh, something was burning on the outside. Both home occupants were able to get out safely. The garage was destroyed, but the flames did not spread to the house itself. Doctors in Florida are watching closely for a measles outbreak. An elementary school near Fort Lauderdale is now reporting five students with measles. Meanwhile, nine cases have been reported in the Philadelphia area since December, all involving unvaccinated people. So far this year, at least one case has been reported in 12 states. Measles spreads in the air when an infected person coughs or sneezes. Symptoms include fever, cough, runny nose, and a distinctive rash. But severe Severe cases can lead to brain swelling, pneumonia, or even death. ABC's Allison Kosick reports that experts say when 95% of a community is vaccinated against measles, but 36 states fall below that 95% threshold.